Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Fitness and wellness expert, naturopath, and adventure enthusiast, Wendy Peck. And my husband, Todd Isburner. He's a fundraising guru, men's mentor, and Bible scholar. And as a couple, we're going to share riveting breakthrough stories from our guests who've experienced the meaning of a changed life. Our hope is that you will be inspired, equipped, and entertained along your own life journey. So lean in, listen well. This could be your biggest breakthrough. Hey, it's Todd and Wendy here with Your Biggest Breakthrough. And have you ever thought about the repercussions that anxiety has on America? I've never thought about that a single time in my life. I bet you have. <laughs> come on, come on. Actually, over 40 million. We talk million, about it every day, I think. I know. Well, 40 million mm-hmm. Americans suffer with anxiety and overwhelm. Wow. And, and that's, that's you know, adults, 18 or older. And so um, we really want to talk about that today because I think this is something that will really speak to the listener on some capacity or not yeah. another. There's, yeah. there's always a level of anxiety that people deal with. Right? Well, and it's, you know, we're headed towards the tail end of 2020, one of the most unusual years we've ever experienced. You talk about anxiety rates going through the roof, right? This would be the year. So we yeah. have the perfect guest this year yeah. to, to talk about anxiety and overwhelm and how to bust through. And she's going to share her amazing, um, her breakthrough, her biggest breakthrough, and and offer you some tips of how you can break through your own levels of anxiety. But we have Hannah Keeley on today. She is amazing. She is crazy about helping moms. She was a struggling mom and a therapist until she decided to pour her energy into researching the mom brain and discover solutions that get real results for moms. Now, these discoveries had led Hannah to being featured on Wall Street Journal, The Today Show, Fox, and several appearances on The Rachel Ray Show. She is a a board-certified life coach, NLP practitioner, and America's number one mom coach. Don't you love that? I love it. She is also founder of Mom Mastery University, Covenant uh, Coach Academy, and the host of the PBS reality series, Hannah, help me. And it's, it's awesome. It's hysterical. You got to watch it. And she get this. She is the proud mom of seven crazy Jesus freak and adrenaline junkie kiddos. How awesome is that? (laughs) So welcome Hannah to the show. We're so glad to have you on your biggest birthday. Thank you so much. I hope I can live up to that introduction. Introduction Give me a bit of anxiety, but I'm trying to overcome it. But I think she's the adrenaline junkie. And if your kids are also adrenaline junkies, you've got more challenges. Some aren't. And I had to be very careful because I'm like, come on, come on. Let's jump out of a plane. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mom, stop. (laughs) It's not their personality, huh? True. True. Good. 
I love the the mom brain thing. I want us to talk about that a little bit because then it starts to make me think, well, what is the dad brain then? <laughs> I, okay. I have talked with huh? so many men and they're like, wait, I think I have mom brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In this current climate, like everything digital and everything coming at you, there's a high likelihood you do. But that was one thing I really struggled with is I had this idea that when I was going to have kids, you know, after I got married, have kids, it was going to be so the idealic, you know, all the laundry magically gets put away (laughs) and the little like, like fairies come in and clean your house and and you open the window in the morning and you and a little bluebird lands on your shoulder. Like I had all that. And um, after Blair and I got married and started having kids like that, I was like, whoa, this is a lot more difficult than I had anticipated. And I really struggled. And I remember there was one day and I'm just going to be so real with you guys because I can't be anything but that. Um, Because there's moms listening that are like, I am in the pit. And there may be dads listening like, I think I'm in the pit too. And this one day, I'm telling you. I carried in a load of laundry into my bedroom to pile on top of like seven other loads of laundry that I was going to fold eventually. And I caught a glimpse of myself in in a mirror and I was just so, so young to be looking that old. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay. And just like the t-shirt of my husband's because I'd gained so much weight. I couldn't wear anything else. And, you know, we all know when you wear big t-shirts, it makes you look so much slimmer. And, uh, you know, the, the dirty hair pulled back and I was in my face. It just, there was no hope. Like I had lost hope. And I remember just crashing down on the floor in the middle of that laundry and just bawling my eyes out. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like the ugly cry when you don't know where the tears stop and the snot starts and all (laughs) this stuff. And I remember I grabbed a sock out of the laundry. It was my husband's clean. It was clean laundry. It was clean. (laughs) Good. And I started wiping my face off and I'm just praying. And I'm like, God, why? Like, I know I meant for more than this. Why? Here we are struggling financially. We were like borrowing from one card to pay another card, maxed out, insufficient fund notices every day, house cluttered, anxiety, like where I would go to bed and just feel my heart racing. Like there's this weight on me that I could not get rid of all the stress, carrying this burden and just everything, everything. I looked around and I couldn't see anything redeeming in my life. And I, y'all, I was raised in the church. Mm-hmm. Like I was raised understanding that God wants us to live a full abundant life, but nothing in my life was showing it. And I was just bawling and saying, God, if you would just like, give me a miracle, give me that, give me that breakthrough, mm-hmm. you know, have a team come in and clean my home and put it on TV and have someone show up at the front door with a hundred thousand dollars so I could kind of pay off our debt. All this stuff, like God, give me the miracle. And he so clearly spoke to me in my heart. I could just hear it so clearly. He said, get up and fold your laundry. Mm. Get up. And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. that's not what I wanted, but <laughs> it was so clear. I had to be obedient. So wipe my face off with the sock. And I did the most miraculous thing. You could have ever imagined I folded my laundry. Awesome. I, it was like for me yeah, at the I, time. I get it. That's good. Not, <clears throat> not with bitterness and not with frustration and not with anger. Like, why do I have to fold all the laundry? But yeah. I was like, all right, God, I'm just going to be obedient. Yeah. 
Hmm. folded my laundry and then he led me to the next thing and led me to the next thing. And y'all, I am not kidding. Like when God's super comes into your natural. Yeah. And I would, I know there's someone saying, how did you pay off the debt? how did you do that? how did you lose the weight? But I'm, I'm telling you when you are just like humble before God and he's like, do what I tell you to do and you do it. I have, there is no explanation other than God, how we were miraculously able to, that was hard to say, miraculously <laughs> able to pay off all the debt, to lose the weight, to get my home organized, to, to like be that excited, um, joy-filled mom that I always wanted to be. And all of a sudden, like, I remember one time I was at Chuck E. Cheese with my kids and um, this was when it hit. And I think you'll understand this. I think some listeners are going to understand this as well. And I was having a fun time with the kids. This was years and years later, all seven kids. We were at Chuck E. Cheese. And, and um, I remember this woman came up to me, y'all. And she tapped me on the shoulder and she said, I know you're going to think I'm such a weirdo. I was like, no, that's all right. You met the queen of weirdos. So it's okay. <laughs> but she said, I can't stop staring at you. You're having so much fun with your kids. And I just want what you've got. Mm-hmm. And y'all... Like, I'm going to cry right now thinking about it. Like, I, she probably thinks, okay, she's having a mental collapse right now. But I started bawling. Mm. And I was like, you have no idea. Like, you have no idea what those words mean because I struggled so much. But thank you. I received that. Like, thank you so much. And was and God showed me through that, like, here's how you need to serve moms. Mm. And that's where we started doing the coaching and the university and training up life coaches. And it all happened from folding the laundry, right? <laughs> what a beautiful the ripple effect of being obedient, yeah. Yeah. right? Amen. But it sounds, like, it. it sounds like God really took you by surprise, right? There you are, you're bawling your eyes out, you're calling out to him for help. I'm sure you <laughs> Like, expected, I want to see Gabriel come down right, like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you expected something completely different than fold your laundry, <laughs> right? right. I mean, come on. But you're like, no, I, wait, I heard you, hold it, hold on. Yeah, okay, what's what? you, right? <laughs> But I also think, you know, the power of a spoken word from some strength, right? right? Mm-hmm. So never dismiss the words that, that God has put on your heart to share to somebody else. Like even just like, oh, you have a beautiful smile or thank you for, well, you know, whatever. Just share. So you're that positivity in the world. Makes a yeah. difference. That's good. So good. That is well, the, so true. You know, the fact that you called out to God and you mentioned earlier you were raised in the church. Let's just go back a little bit to your, the, the beginnings of those experiences or those, that pursuit of God to share with our listeners how that came about. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the deal. Like, you can, it's kind of like, you know how at the end of Job, he says, God, I knew you, but I didn't know you. And that was like, that was like me. I, I knew about God. Like I knew like, here's how, here's how to be a good Christian. Here's how to show up. Here's how we're different. But what I didn't know was that God is alive and wanting to work alongside us. And he's, and he's wanting us to step up. Like so many times we want God to do the breakthrough yeah, and we want the miracle. And he's like, I already did it. Like, did you not see what happened like 2000 years ago? Like it's finished. And what we don't understand, and this is what I didn't understand in years and years that I was in church, that I was empowered to do the impossible. It's like God's power was not in me just to make me different. God's power was in me to work through me to make the world different. Yes. And I, I thought it was just like, oh, I go to a party and I don't drink 
or look, we pray before meals or we show up at church every Sunday and oh my gosh, that's just dead. It's just, it's, and that's, it's just a dead faith, but faith is alive. And when I had this, you know, started this relationship with God, he was able to come alongside me. And instead of me saying, God, do something about that. He said, no girl, like you do something about that. Mm. I've given you all power, all authority. You go take dominion over your finances. You take dominion over your home. You take dominion over your emotional well-being." Mm. And when I realized that I was like, oh, he's for real. (laughs) Like, that's what's up. Like, he's for real. And he wants to be in relationship with me. And that just, that just stuns me. Like, even now, like if we, we can just start worshiping right now and, and, you know, it'll just break loose because when we understand like that love for us, not just to save us, but to give us the power to now show up in the world and change the world. It's stunning. We're like, who who goes first? So I love that, Hannah. Um, You know, I I think about so many people in the church that may feel like their faith is in that dead Mm -hmm. space, right? And they don't know how to to, um, tap into his supernatural power. Like he is, he has given us so much. And and so what, what would you say to somebody that's like, well, I want to have my faith come alive. I've been in the church. Like, what do I need to do? And I know you're saying, well, just listen, be obedient. Um, that would be the question. They may say, well, I, I'm listening. I just don't hear from God. So what right. do you say to that? Right. And, and so I like to make things super practical because yes. that's how I am. Yes. Like I need, I need simple steps. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, these like YouTube videos that are like, do this and this. I'm like, whoa, stop. Everyone stop. <laughs> like I need simple steps. <laughs> yes. So number one, what I would look at is who you're surrounding yourself with. And that could be your church body. Like mm-hmm. what, what do you listen to? Cause faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So are you continually exposed to faith-based word-based teaching? Like it's almost like, I really want to learn how to swim, but I don't want to get in the pool. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like you can do like this outside the pool all you want, but you're not going to learn how to swim. You got to get in the pool. You got to get immersed in that. Right. So once you're immersed in that teaching, um, and like, you know, tune into your podcast, tune into my podcast, tune into these podcasts, these teachings. And really like, it's almost like you need to rewire your brain on what faith looks like, what it feels like, what walking in faith really is. It would be like me. Um, do you speak a foreign language? Um uh, I no. used to speak Latin and <laughs> uh, Spanish, but it's okay. all gone now. So Latin, that's not, that's not going to help us. <laughs> Sorry, but um, okay. So let's say we we all fly to Russia, okay, and we're like, you know, we're out there and and having fun, and maybe we do a mission trip there. Maybe we're just there to have fun and go sightseeing, but we don't speak a lick of Russian. Right. Like it's going to be, and we don't know how to ride the public transportation. We don't know how to find a bathroom. That could be really bad, like <laughs> yeah. really bad. Like, what are you doing down that dark alley? I'm sorry. No. <laughs> and so we've got to understand that when we first get immersed in this kingdom, because it is, it's like, he has pulled us out of a kingdom of darkness. And we say yes to Jesus and put us into a kingdom of light. We have to know, like, how do you speak the language? How do you find out how to work this? What, how do we operate in this new kingdom? So it's okay when you're sitting there saying, well, I want what you've got. I want that excitement. I want, I want to be able to hear God. It's all right. What if we're just like new, 
you know, just, just new in this kingdom way of doing things. So that's why we have to like tune into the podcast, the teachings, the books, the surrounding ourselves with people who speak life. And that can be the hardest thing because so many times we're just kind of, especially moms, we're kind of relegated to here, hang out with the women at the play group or here are the dance moms that you have to, and you're like, I need some life. Yeah. And what about the moms that are in a situation within their own home? Oh, I know. I know. Right. But I'm telling you what, there is someone listening right now and they're saying, you don't understand. My husband doesn't support me. My kids are disobedient. I I'm right in the middle of the muck. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. That's right where you're supposed to be because it starts with you. It had to start with me. Yeah. Well, Hannah, what I, what I love, I, so, so I'm German, I'm a guy, I'm very pragmatic. And I love the fact that you approach your relationship with God uh, and your growth in spiritual things in a very practical way. And the truth is we could go and do a lot of uh, online digital searches and get lots of answers. And we can listen to a ton of podcasts and we can certainly immerse ourselves in church but it all means really nothing if we don't start taking action. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love even about when God got your attention and said, fold the laundry. This was a practical action, action. step you had to take. Amen. Because so how do you help someone motivate themselves who are feeling like I, I, I'm immersing myself in this stuff. I really like this stuff, but I don't see anything changing. Okay, cool. Yeah. They quote oh, unquote lack yeah. motivation. Yeah, yeah. Motivation, motivation. I'm sorry. It is not about motivation because (laughs) you can execute with zero motivation. But so I want to tell you the story about one of my clients. Um, She was maxing out 480 pounds and she could no longer walk because it was crushing her ankle. She had tried all the diets. I can name them right now, but you know what I'm talking about? Every single online online diet, the support (laughs) groups. She went to a hypnotherapist yeah. for weight loss. She was trying to find the money for gastric bypass surgery, figured that was her only hope. And I said, let's work together and let's just do these principles that I'm telling you about. Okay. Like, because in my life coaching, I use the principles that are laid out in scripture in order to create significant transformation. Ended up, she started losing weight, lost 250 pounds. That's fantastic. 250 wow. pounds, That's like y'all. Man, that's yeah, basically. Yeah. And and so I touched base and she said, um, this was the other day. She's like, Hannah, I'm starting to, you know, this whole pandemic thing has thrown me into a loop and I've gained 40 pounds back. And I said, first thing I said, did you stop speaking? I'm just wondering, did you stop speaking your proclamations that we set out every single morning? She said, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I did. When you are not continually feeding your mind with the right wisdom, you can't develop the corresponding energy. I think that's what we want is the energy, the excitement, Mm -hmm. the motivation, we call it. But if you're not feeding your brain the signal to say, wait, I am healthy. Like God has restored my health. I am full of vibrant energy. I I move forward, never back. Like all the things, if we're not feeding our mind, we can't have that motivation energy. Right. So we have to feed our mind and then we start to feel the way we want to feel. And then we move forward. And that's how we take the action. So many times we look at the action. We look at the pile of laundry. We look at the, you know, stack of bills and we're just like, Wah, wah. You know, <laughs> we don't even want to do anything. Yeah. 
but yeah, we're yeah. trying to change the circumstances. We're not changing the person, the neural wiring yeah. mm-hmm. to actually create the right physio- physiology to then do the action. So that's what, that's what I do. That's how I train life coaches. We go to the thought. I call ourselves spiritual brain surgeons. Like we go to the thought, we change that around. We take our thoughts captive. That changes how we feel. And then we're able to move forward. And she had just stopped feeding her brain. That's all. Set her back on that. And she's starting to lose weight. Perfect. I love that. And I see that in my clients as well. It, mm-hmm. it starts here. It starts here and Always. here, right? The brain and, and the heart. So um, I love that. I love that you're doing that. Um, because yeah, words speak either life or death. And so what are yeah. you speaking over? Yourself? And you will eat the fruit of it. Like what do yeah. you want to eat? Yeah. Crab apples or like Fuji apples? Like it's up to you. <laughs> now as a brain surgeon or uh, sorry, as a thought <laughs> surgeon or whatever yes. it is, uh, let, let's, is it okay? We just shift over to the mom brain, but just cause as a guy yeah. and a dad, I'm just really curious about what, the, the about dad the, what, well, no, I want to know what a mom brain really is, because if you are working with people's thinking and their thoughts, I'm guessing somewhere the mom brain, uh, is injected with some different kinds of thoughts. Yeah, oh, it really like is. And this is like, is thing. <laughs> this is, this is legitimate. Like people are like, Oh, I got mom brain and we call it mom brain. And we like, like just put everything in that category, my scatterbrain, my lack of attention, ADHD, whatever we say, Oh, I got mom brain. But I, I love to show people what actually is going on because there have been MRI studies. Like after a woman has a baby and I'm, I'm sorry, Wendy, but it's true. Like there is a shrinking of the gray matter in your brain. Yeah. And, and the truth of it is it doesn't come back. Like they've done longitudinal (laughs) studies. And so they see like, after you have a baby, you literally have shrinking of the gray matter in your brain. And so, so many moms are like, why would God do that? Every every kid can get a little more gray matter. Well, if that's true, then I have half an ounce left. So let's break this podcast. Let's get it going before I lose that. (laughs) But what really happens, and this is astounding, is that God actually in his loving kindness, he knows what we need as moms. And so what happens is your brain is kind of like a really beautiful handbag. Like you can only stick so much in that. Like, like if you start putting too much, it's like, I can't close my handbag. Um, okay. I got to take my brush out. I got to take out my hairspray. I got, you know, no, never the hairspray. Never mind. Go back. So, (laughs) (laughs) So what, so what happens is now that the brain has limited capacity, in a sense, it's really, there's unlimited in the spiritual kingdom, but there's a limited capacity. So we have to let go of some things in order now to add a new set of attributes that moms develop. So have you ever like sensed that something was wrong with your kid? Like, no, you had a bad day. Like, just tell me, like no one else can sense it, but you know, something's going on. Or even like you grabbed your toddler before they ran out in the road and you just sense, you know, and here comes a car, like weird things like that. Or you pick up well, the phone and they're calling you at the same time. kind of. Thing. Oh, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember going into one person's house and I was moving scissors and knives away from the edge of the counter. My kids weren't even with me. <laughs> and, I, and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I really don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just the mom brain. And so we have this high level of sensory perception yeah. now that's added into our brain. So sometimes other things we let go of, like drive away from Starbucks with the coffee on top of the car. Or, <laughs> you know, you walk in a room, you're like, oh, what did I come in here for? I can't even remember. And that's okay because God has gifted us with so many other talents and abilities now that are required 
to raise healthy children. And so mom brain is real, but now how do we respond to it? Function. Yeah. How do we function? You know, I I just thought about um, when my son was little and he would come into my room, like when I was younger and I didn't have kids, I could sleep through a million alarms. I never even heard him go off and he could walk in the room and just the crunch of the carpet would wake me up. And so you think of that, that level of sensitivity that God has put, it's like, thank you, but, oh, I really just want to sleep. <laughs> that's no. So now we need to know why is your carpet crunchy? Like that's, right. that's the, <laughs> that <laughs> happens with motherhood too. Like floor yeah. starts crunching. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Funny. So that's that. I love the positive spin on the mom brain because uh, you could feel like the mom brain is wired in such a way that it's always going to be receiving nothing, but anxiety and worry and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that you can spin it around in different ways and especially, uh, especially to be able to tap into your intuitive nature, Mm -hmm. which is so different than a man and and a dad. I wish sometimes we wish we had that, but we just don't. So we just rely on you guys. That's why we ask you so many questions. uh, (laughs) Expect the right answer. It's funny. You know, what's funny is that I have um, like single dads or stay at home dads as clients and they start to develop these same attributes. Interesting. Mm. Wow, I know. Very, very interesting, interesting how really God cool. just will enable us for the task at hand. Hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. And, and I love that um, you are all about God's supernatural ability in mm. our lives. I mean, yeah. I think there's so many people that are not tapping into what he has provided and, and yeah. given to us because of the Holy Spirit. And um, I, what would you say to someone that hasn't tapped into the supernatural ability that God really desires for them so they can level up in their life to bring him glory. Ultimately, it's not about yeah. the individual people. It's about us bringing him glory. What would you say uh, is that first thing? I mean, over and beyond, like listen to podcasts, is it just, is it going to um, the prayer chair and having just quiet devotions and prayer yeah. and letting him speak to you? Or, I mean, I guess it's different for everybody because God speaks in different ways, really. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. And, it, and it could be different. It could be different for everyone because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, with our personalities, I remember right. trying, you know, fasting and praying and being, and I'm like, whoa, that is That's not hilarious. me. Like that, like, <laughs> yeah. like he, but he knows me. And in his right. mercy, in his right. sweet mercy, he meets us right where we are. So yes, like, dig into this, dig into scripture, like spend time studying his word, spend time in prayer. And here's the thing. People think prayer is this, this, I need to say the right thing. Mm. I need to like uh, make my list. And like, think about it. If we just, if we were talking around the table, if you came over to my house for dinner and if you pulled out a list of here's the things, <laughs> what? Put that list back. Let's just be natural, please. I just pass the nachos and let's just have a conversation. Like that's what it is with, with God. It's like, I just want, I'm just want to talk with you. And the more I talk with you now, the more I can hear you and you become my shepherd. I can recognize your voice. I can respond to your voice, but I find that one thing I help my clients with is ask the right questions. Hmm. We don't really ask the right questions. We are always looking outside of ourselves so like, what is the solution? How can I fix that? Who can I get Who to can help me? This? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to YouTube, or, go to Google. Or there's a blame. Mm-hmm. We, we blame others for what we're not stepping into. Right. right. Or doing right. yourself. Right. Yeah. And so if you want to tap into that supernatural power, start asking different questions. Maybe you've been asking the wrong questions. That's good. Like what's the, what's the quick fix for this? Maybe the right question is what is in me 
that I can cha- that I can bring to the situation to radically transform mm. it. And when we start asking the right questions, we start getting some very very good answers. So, so good, so yeah. good. Don't and don't you think too? It really has to start again with the right belief system inside your brain and your heart. You yeah. have to believe that this is really what God wants. Yeah. God actually yeah. likes me and yeah. wants to have a relationship. Right. That yeah. way, it takes the pressure off of me thinking like, see. So what do I? What do I do? What are the steps I have to do in order to get intimate with God? Yeah. No, it's the it's the, you just got to be you just, show and, up. <laughs> and just believe that God is reaching out. He loves you. He wants to have a relationship and he'll work with you right where you are. And he loves your personality because he created it that right, way. <laughs> right, right. Which I struggle with for a long time because I'm rough around the edges. I hmm. crude humor all day. Like, and so, you know, trying to change who I am, God's like, wait, you're not going to touch the people I want you to touch. If you show up as, you know, Susie Bible study. Like you've right. got to show up as Hannah, as the crazy plus person. And Hannah then with the beautiful purple hair. And if you've huh? watched, I said Hannah with the beautiful purple hair. <laughs> and if you're not watching this podcast, yeah. you're going to want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you got to get over YouTube. <laughs> you to want to watch it. <laughs> you know what? You said something that I really want to call attention to because um, about our belief system, because I found the hardest thing, number one, the hardest thing working with thousands of people. For people to believe is God loves me and God wants to bless me. We think God's waiting to bop us on the head if we do something wrong. He's waiting to bless us. Like he says that he takes joy in the prosperity Hmm. of his servant. Like what kind of God is that? A loving, gracious, giving God. And when we get this right perception of our father as a loving father who's just wants so bad to bless us. Oh, I can't wait till they open this gift like us on Christmas morning then we can set our mind in the right direction. That's so, so true. That and so I, and with that mom brain, <clears throat> some of the mom brains are dealing with a broken brain in that <clears throat> sense of a yeah. victim mindset. And I'm not good enough. And right. why would God ever want to bless me? And right. that's just stinking thinking, right? Yeah, it is. All... Like, has it served you to this point? No, no. let's change it. Yeah, right. right. Every, we can change other anything. <laughs> we can create anything. That's so right. good. Let's do it. Hannah, before we let you go, I want to go back to just a breakthrough story again, just because the breakthrough story that you shared with us when you were, you know, just a mess, just with tears and snot and calling was up. Was this yesterday or, or a year ago, or was this like when I started? Like you got to, you got to pinpoint yeah. what mess we're talking about, dude. Yeah, yeah. the the one where you <laughs> God laundry. said fold yeah. the laundry. I yes. love that story. It's so practical. <laughs> So everybody would assume now because of just where you've progressed to in life that it's just rocking and rolling. Smooth and sailing. There's no more breakthroughs to be had for Hannah. She's experienced <laughs> them all. Or then uh, you didn't see me last night. <laughs> so so want to just tell a quick uh, quick story about maybe a recent breakthrough that maybe was a little bit unexpected and something that you had been working through or working on, um, or one that you're still waiting on. It, your choice. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, let me go to my Rolodex with 250,000 breakthroughs. But I often find like when I, when I'm stuck and we all know what it feels like to be stuck, he always brings me around to some truth that he had planted in me earlier. And I want to make this practical. So, um, for example, okay, here's one. So I was like, okay, how recent launch, we always are training up life coaches and we, and we go through cycles like every um, quarter we train up a group of faith-based life coaches and help them start very successful businesses as Christian life coaches. And so I was believing for a certain number. Like, I'm like, God, I know you're bringing like this many people in. And so 
at the at the launch of it, we weren't seeing the numbers. We weren't seeing like a few joined and I'm like, hmm, that's unusual. And God's like, wait, go back. Like, what is it I've taught you about first fruits? So I was like, if I really believe that God has this number for me, then I'm going to take those first people that come in, all of that fruit, and I'm going to give it. I'm going to plant it and I'm going to sow it. And, you know, it's it's hard to sow $100 when you have 1000 But it's even harder, and you might think, no, it's not, but it's even harder sometimes to sow 40,000 when you have 400,000, like, it's like, okay, whoa, wow. This is a big, like, this is payroll. Like, this is like insurance. This is like, you know, platform spending, all those things. And so giving that in full faith saying, God, you are God. Like you are faithful. You can't go back on your word and I'm sowing this. And then all of a sudden, like out of that in one day, y'all, Bam, bam, bam. We had people after we closed out the cycle, contact us saying, please, can I get a spot? Please, can I get a spot? I'm like, what is happening? Mm. And so God always exceeds our expectations if we can follow his command in order to make that blessing happen. Hmm. Absolutely. I think one of the keys that you mentioned that 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 just hits me and I continue to work on is to have the expectation because you use so that good. word and you're never going to have a breakthrough unless you really truly have an expectation that God oh. is able to work with you to make this breakthrough. That's so good. And you know where your you know where your expectation is. I can tell you there's like a litmus test to determine where your expectation is. Do you feel dread or do you feel anticipation? Hmm. like yeah. you know what dread feels like right. you know what anticipation feels like mm-hmm. so that that is the test to see am i operating in fear or am i operating in faith, faith. right so there good yeah oh my goodness that's so good and i think for the most part women tend to fall into the area of, of leaning more into uh expectations and having more faith in that area i think Absolutely, honey, whatever you say, because <laughs> See, you I, have I, learned I, well, my friends, I, you have learned I, well, Padawan. I have, I have dread <laughs> if I give the wrong answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but you good. know, that expectation, uh, yeah. women, I think, tend to rise up in that space a little bit easier, should I say, uh, than, than men if we're to generalize. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I've yeah. seen it both ways. Yeah. Like it all depends upon your past experience and what yeah. you've taught yourself about how you view life and how you view mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's good. That's good. Thank you, Hannah, so much for being on the show. And those of you that are listening, Hannah has something very special for you. So go to the show notes. Um, She has her crazy blessed ebook that she wants to share with you. And I'll have that in the um, information in the show notes, but thank you so much for joining us. I know this is going to bless people um, beyond what we can even imagine. So appreciate you being so authentic and just, um, just being you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bless you, girl. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Blessings. Yeah, that was um, great. Hannah is so much fun. She's she's a live wire. I love it. <laughs> I love that she's well, just authentic. Seven kids. I mean, seven. come on. You've you've got to. Um, yeah, you've really got to understand a little bit about life when you're raising seven kids. Oh my goodness! I think, Amazing. I, I, you know, I think about I think about my daughter who's got all these kids as well. Seven right. kids, and right. just uh, we stand back amazed sometimes at. That's just all of the we things. We always call her could, super mom. Yeah. Hannah's yeah. like a super mom. And she she's known indeed, as but... America's number one mom. Mm. 
But I love the fact that she she walks in faith, uh, yeah. really having a love for God because she believes God has a love for her, and that she is dependent upon Him to help her figure out what she needs to figure out. She's not the type to just kind of sit back, put her feet up, and say, "Well, you know, God's going to work it out." You know, yeah. just kind of wait for the miracle. <laughs> Sit on the couch, eat it's, some bonbons, it, and it, watch it. Happen. It seems like <laughs> many times there will be a miracle, but that God wants us to participate in that miracle. I think and that every means we have time. to take action. I think every time. Yeah. I really right. do. Okay. Every in time. In the sense of even having the faith that the miracle is going to happen. Mm. That's, that is an action thing. Well, it is. You've, yeah, you've got to stay very um, focused mm-hmm. and expectant. I love that. And somewhat disciplined in taking action. So if yes. God's telling you to fold the laundry today, you better get to it. Right, right. <laughs> get to that laundry. And what are you expecting today? And if you've never even thought of, wow, I don't know. I've never thought about what do I expect? Well, now's your time. Now's your time to say, you know what, God, what what do you have for me? I'm expecting your your miraculous healing, your, your miraculous um, victory in, in this situation or that, or a restored relationship, or where is it that you have great experience? Expectancy. And if you don't have that, ask yourself why is like, like Hannah said, is it because you're operating out of fear and, and you, you want to flip the coin and operate out of faith. Mm-hmm. It's time. It's time mm-hmm. to have that, that holy expectation. Well, and if you're facing a challenge that you believe is just insurmountable, uh, then you are primed for a breakthrough. Yes. And uh, re-listen to this if you have to, because what Hannah shared, I think, brings you some very practical insights and truth about how a breakthrough can occur. So our uh, our hope is that you've been encouraged today and inspired and would love you to have just have you keep tuning in. We're going to have lots of great guests with lots of great stories that'll help you find your own breakthrough. Yes. And hopefully you will be um, just encouraged, inspired, equipped, and entertained somehow along the way. But hopefully you'll just be able to take a little nugget from someone's story and and apply it to your own life so that you can bust through and have your own um, big breakthrough so that you can um, step into your next level and bring God glory. So thank you so much for, for listening in. The show. Well, I was going to say too, if you have a story that you really yes. feel you've got to share with others, then get over to the website. It's just your biggest breakthrough.com and get in touch with us. And we'd love to talk with you about uh, what you've experienced and how that might be of help to others. So check us out on your biggest breakthrough.com. Yeah. So, and thank you so much in advance for subscribing to the podcast and sharing to your friends and family. We uh, just appreciate you so much and appreciate your support. So we'll see you next time okay. on your biggest breakthrough. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, we love spending time with you right here on Your Biggest Breakthrough Podcast. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode. But until then, just head on over to yourbiggestbreakthrough.com where you'll find some free resources and information and a place where you can comment and we would love to dialogue with you there. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.